Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, Dragos, Eden here. This month, we're playing a brand new Dragon Friends one-shot adventure set in the universe of your choosing. The results of our Twitter poll are in, and you voted for... Harry Potter. Yes, we're playing a Harry Potter one-shot adventure. If you want to play yourself, we use the rules from the one-page Hogwarts Adventure RPG by Litza Bronwyn. But for now, sit back, ready your wands, or whatever else it is that wizards do. Sit back and enjoy some Dragon Friends. Albus Dumbledore. It's a new school year at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. Applaud. (laughs) The unfortunate events of last year are behind us. (laughs) Uh, Congratulations to Mr. Potter and his second year uh, compatriots for defeating and unmasking he who must not be named. Mr. Potter, would you rise so we can see you? Not here yet. (laughs) Mm. As your headmaster, I must say that I am not at all biased, but Gryffindor are clearly the best Congratulations on winning the House Cup and Quidditch Cup last year. Good luck to all the other houses this year. I will be sure to be fair and unbiased in my judging. (coughs) Richard Harris. With the departure of Professor Quirrell Evil, we are honored to welcome Gilderoy Lockhart as our new Defense of the Dark Arts teacher this year. That is all. Eat your magic food now. (laughs) Oh, yes, and I almost forgot. The Forbidden Forest is still expressly forbidden. (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) First years, you will now be sorted into your houses. Um, And indeed, the sorting happens as once again that old relic of Hogwarts sorts those first-year witches and wizards into their respective houses. Brave Gryffindor, cunning Ravenclaw, um, keen and trying... Smart Ravenclaw. What? Smart, cunning Slytherin, smart Ravenclaw. (laughs) (laughs) And also Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. (laughs) Miscellaneous is in Hufflepuff. 
for the benefit of the podcast, Emma Balfour is joining us today and performing um, the thankless role of facts Patronus. She's going to be giving it, keeping our Harry Potter stuff on the level, and I've placed her on stage directly behind me and only now see what a terrible idea this was. <laughs> you fool. <laughs> As you sorted into your bullshit houses, blue, green, yellow, and the other one. Um... A familiar sense of dread known to every Hogwarts student fills you as the hat decrees the houses that you will spend the next seven years in. And I have taken, this is me, Dave Harmon, the opportunity to randomly generate you characters. So, Hing, there's one for you. There's one for you, Simon. I didn't show these to you before. There wasn't Slytherin! Yep. Slytherin! <laughs> Slytherin! Yeah. Wait, wait. Are you also in Slytherin, Simon? Yeah. Oh, all right, so I am uh, Melody Lemontine. Uh, the blood here says pure blood, and I don't know what that means, but it sounds racist. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my familiar is Erasmus the Mottled Owl. I am a clever, charming, studious, and quick. Uh, Simon, what do you got? Uh, I'm Tabitha Newsom. Uh, I'm a half-blood, so go easy. Um, and uh, my I don't fam- think that's in my nature as a pure blood. <laughs> And, uh, you my- turned quickly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very good at it. doesn't up. take much. Um, I'm very good at racing on a broom. And I have an extendable ear. I guess that looks like Shrek ears. Is that what that is? That's the um, expendable, extendable ear, I think, is like the long tube that you can put under a door oh, okay. and listen to That's what's good. going on underneath it. Um, Although technically they haven't been invented yet because they don't get invented until the Weasleys do it. In no one likes a nerd. <laughs> you asked me to be <laughs> yeah, imagine Mike. inviting someone to your show and then out of insecurity lashing out at them. <laughs> yeah, okay, you went through a time turner and you have an ear. Okay, happy? <laughs> my uncle is, uh, my, my great uncle is Zonko. Please from Zonko's, don't push uh, me shop. in a locker. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Zonko's joke shop doesn't exist back then? Yeah, but they didn't do an uh, extendable ears. It's right, a prototype. That was, that was the Weasleys. Right. Oh. Right. Oh. Yeah. So maybe the Weasleys who are at school. Get and off the stage. I need to put the hat on someone else. <laughs> <laughs> so you make your way down uh, to Slytherin, to the Slytherin table, where a long row of greasy and, let's be honest, race purists um, <laughs> glare up at you. But I you, sink down in my seat. A little space has been left for the new first years, and there's only one other first year in Slytherin this year, who was already sitting there, and to play that Slytherin compatriot, welcome to the stage, William Eremia. Woo! <laughs> There's your character sheet. Hello. Hello, Will. What character will you be, will you be playing, Will? Uh, my character's name is Duran Duran Porterhouse. <laughs> yeah. I'm hungry like a wolf. <laughs> Fantastic stuff. Thank you very much. <laughs> what a weird thing to say to, to people. <laughs> I am Muggleborn. Uh, my wand is rosewood and goblin hair. Gross. <laughs> Wait, did you say you're in Slytherin? Yeah, I am in Slytherin, yeah. And you're Muggle-born. Yeah. Now, I don't know a lot about Harry. Now, I, I might just be a, a, a country Slytherin boy. <laughs> but Go my on. understanding is that uh, no, no Muggle will ever be a part of this fine house. Is that so Hing, you, Yeah, I mean, Slytherin's the least woke of the houses. I would definitely... Also, I don't want to harp on about this, Hing, but you said that you basically 
don't remember these movies that you sort of weren't really paying attention, but the two things that you noticed was that they have sex a lot and you got into their theories on racial eugenics. Well, actually, this was... I, I remember that part in particular because I wrote a sketch when I was at university which apparently... which was shouted down in the writer's room for one of the reviews. Well, better get it out now. Which was about how the sorting hat... the sorting hat put all the Korean kids in Slytherin. <laughs> Because the sorting hat was super racist, and then and look, look, it, there's a fine line between making a sketch about a racist person and making a racist sketch, obviously. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we can have muggles in Slytherin. All right, I know that now. Cool. <laughs> <coughs> well, well, Vol- Voldemort was in Slytherin, and he was he was his Famously dad was cool. a muggle. So oh right, okay. Cool. He did yeah. he did keep that on the DL though. Excellent. All right, oh. good to know. Maybe I should have told you I was muggle-born. <laughs> Um, so after the feast and the puddings and the pumpkins and the ghost walks past and the crane shot, the, um, <laughs> you make your way down into the dungeons underneath Hogwarts, led by your prefects, and soon find yourselves deep below Hogwarts in the Slytherin common room where the rest of the school waits for a rare appearance by the um, housemaster... Severus Snape. Housemaster? Yes. Yeah. Head of house. Housemaster. Master of the house. First, yes. (laughs) When you wear the Slytherin tie, you're not just reflecting on yourself. Is that Alan? Are you doing Alan Rickman? Alan (laughs) Rickman. You're reflecting on a long line of maniacs and... Does that sound like Alan Rickman to no. anyone else? It's like, Mike no. My- it's like Mike Myers doing Alan Rickman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go on then, go on then. Let's all have a go. Uh, and, I'll, and I'll hand you the exposition I've written and you <laughs> can read it. Mr. Mis- uh, Mr. Potter. Uh, <laughs> I think it goes a little something like this. Harry Potter. <laughs> That's it. Harry Shoot the glass. Harry Potter is not in this house. This is Slytherin, as I was saying. When you wear the colors of Slytherin, you reflect not just on yourself, but on a long line of maniacs and, of course, race purists. Last year was, frankly, a disaster for this house. So close to winning the House Cup only to be pipped at the post by Harry Potter. It's just becoming Michael Caine. (laughs) We'll get through it, we'll get through it. While some House Masters will make special concessions for certain students, I will do nothing of the sort. (laughs) The rules of this school must be be followed expressly <laughs> or you will be expelled. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> he leaves. And somewhat undercutting the gravity of his speech, he swoops his cloak and departs up the stairs. In his wake, you see another figure um, resplendent in her green uniform with what looks like a cigarette in her hand. Um, it's a wand, Dave. It's, it's a, a wand. It's a wand. Yeah, she. But it's a. It's you know how they have those long cigarette holders. It's her wand is a cigarette holder. <laughs> and she uh, she she twirls the wand around, and you can see she's got quite a long 
skirt below her knee, and she goes, "I'm um, wearing this. Oh my god, um, Rizio hemline." And her hem, her hemline shoots up until she's got a super short skirt on, and she's like, "All right, slugs, listen up." <laughs> We all know following the rules never got new one nowhere. <laughs> all right? We had the house cup in the bag last year. Then this stupid fucking griffin dorks cheated and basically stole it from us, right? You, all of you through your time in the magic community recognize the voice of Millicent Bulstrode of second year. <laughs> okay, first years. Don't listen to what Bryce Snape had to say. You're mine now, okay? I own you. That's Pansy, that's Tracy, that's Daphne. And if you want to sit with us, you'll do what I say, all right? Yes, ma'am. Right, okay. Yep. Now, I need you to do something for me, obviously. Oh, my God. (laughs) I need a vial of dire frog scum. Dire... what? Dire frog scum. I can't be saying everything twice, okay? I have so much time. I have a house to run. Come on, are you saying... What? Dire frog scum or dire frogs come? (laughs) Oh my God, you are disgusting. Watch your mouth, you are first year. I will slap your face. I write these ingredients and I don't know how you always do it, (laughs) (laughs) Now, That one was easy, Dad. Yeah, it was. (laughs) Well, you read it. You didn't get pointed no, out. No, I didn't because my mind doesn't go straight there. <laughs> whatever. Dire frogs come. Dire frogs come. Whatever. Just get it, right? <laughs> now, obviously, dire frogs live in the forbidden forest <gasps> where you should not go, but you obviously will if you want to sit with us. Go now. Stop looking at me. But Stop looking at me. But it's really late. I'll smash you. Don't. It is really late. The curfew has already started now that the feast is over and first years are forbidden from walking the grounds of the Hogwarts. <laughs> <laughs> I had a long day at work. So what, what do you want it for? There are, it, it is on a need-to-know basis, all right? Do you want to be popular or not? Or do you want to be a loser? Uh, I will get you kicked out of this house and sent straight to Hufflepuff. Fuck, alright, jeez, alright. Run along now, it's past the Whomping Willow or whatever, and then forbidden. And then she sort of struts upstairs to the second year landing of the... Swish, swish, swishes her hair. Thud, 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 she's got quite a heavy step. Is that canon? That, well, that actually is. She's just, yeah, she's described like that. It, she's not described very favourably in the books. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> soon, one by one, the other Slytherin kids are making their way up, and soon there, it's just you and a couple of others stoking the embers of the fire in the common room. Well, we want to be cool, right? I'm saying that as Melody. Now, you don't know each other as well. Oh. Yeah. Uh, hello, I'm Melody. <laughs> H- hello, Me- Melody, and my name's Tabitha. Tabitha? Yes. And Duran Duran. <laughs> are, you, are you named after the band or the fruit? What's the band? Oh, you must be named after the fruit then. The stinky fruit. Yeah. <laughs> the stinkiest fruit. Um, I'd, like to, I'd like to interject in that it, it's 1992 and you're an 11-year-old girl. You'll know who Duran Duran is. I mean, I... <laughs> oh, yeah, I love Duran Duran. I begged my mum to call me Duran Duran. Wait, what was your original name? Flock of Seagulls. 
So, so wait, th- these books take place, these stories take place in Nandani too, do they? Yeah. Uh, this one does, yes. Right, okay, cool. So if you can just try and make sure that all your references make sense to 1992. <laughs> um, Did you guys watch um, Hey Hey It's Saturday? <laughs> Last night on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh man, I love I love all those characters: Ozzy Ostrich, Red Simons, um, Dicky Knee, the puppet who's quite rude. Oh, it rules, dude. But you can hear the clocks of Hogwarts chime eleven um, as the last prefect makes their way upstairs to the dormitory until it is just the sound of the fire and a CD of Take That that is playing <laughs> on Duran Duran's Discman. I, did, I didn't mean it. I, I just want you back. I want you back. I want you back. That was not an introduction to starting. So we need to sneak out to the, uh, to the forest of, uh, of Gondor or whatever it is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. Dave, do we have, even though we're first years, do we have magical ability? Like, do we have, like... Yes. Um, you all know a couple of spells. Some of you, because you come from wizarding families, Duran Duran, because you're just keen and preternaturally gifted. I've given you a list of known spells um, on this part here of your character sheets. Now, obviously... Under as tr- list of known spells. As true Harry Potter fans, list. you're not going to need to know what they do. You're going to know that, so I've just listed the names. <laughs> But these are all real spells, some of them from Magical Beasts, some of them from weird, rowling tweets. And if you want to cast one, just say the name, flick a wand. Oh, wands. I bought wands for everybody. You bought wands? Yeah, let me just... Oh! Now use that one. I'll just use a Sharpie. <laughs> wow. uh, that is just... Simon, Simon, when we put in the group chat today that we needed someone to go get wands, yeah. you said, I've got the day off, I can do it. Yeah. And what you've done is you've, you've brought really a sort Filthy of a pile sticks. of sticks. A pile of dirty sticks. Yeah, and I put a unicorn hair inside every one of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so grab a wand, and then it's just flourish and flick. Bzzap. And... All right, I would like to Dave, cast... Dave, uh, can I have a wand, please? Yeah, I think it'll make have, me more authentic. You can have the biggest and dirtiest wand. Yeah. This looks like a water diviner. <laughs> I would like to cast uh, Finest- Straight away, you're just going to cast a spell? I would like to cast Finestra. What does that do? Finestra. Finestra. And I point at... That's one of the ones I don't know. I think it opens a window, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you don't know, you're the authority figure here, so you're just going to have to make something up. Can you say it again? Finestra or Finstra, depending on how you pronounce it. Fine. Oh, that one uh, makes a little flame that looks like a flower and it's very pretty and then it burns up your eyebrows. <laughs> okay, so that's canon. You have no eyebrows now. <laughs> no! For the she's, rest... She's going to be very hard insane. to read. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm reading it here on a website. That's interesting. And it just says burns Hing's eyebrows off. <laughs> so, yeah, that's... that's um, that's good. You can cast that spell whenever you want. Can, can, I, can I only self-cast it or can I cast it on other people? Uh, you can cast it on other people, but the effect is to burn Hing's eyebrows off. <laughs> so you uh, go right ahead. <laughs> um, well, let's sneak out. Shall we sneak out to the forest? Yeah, so I have a, a Nimbus 2000 racing broom and uh, I'm very good at flying. So I think there's room for all three of us. Why don't you all jump on board and I'll zip us down there. Uh, now, again, famously, the Slytherin um, house is in the dungeon underneath the school. So, 
Well, I'm very good. <laughs> it's, actually, it's actually under the lake as well. Yeah, so you're going to just swim through the soil, firmament, water, presumably... I'm not going to go up the fucking stairs, Dave. I'm not going <laughs> to burst through the ceiling like a Kool-Aid man. What? <laughs> All right, so you, well, you, wait, do we get outside? I don't know. No, you can head up the stairs. The does, stairs will work fine. Does anybody have any, like... Um, Good, like, hiding spells or cloaks of invisibility or anything like that? I can hide my eyebrows pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> I've got con fringo. <laughs> what does that do? Uh, I reckon it's, like, ordering from frangos. You're like, no. con, fringo, now. It's, <laughs> it's 1992. I reckon it casts... Uh, I reckon it, you're mispronouncing it. I think it's actually con the fruiterer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love con the fringerer. Forget about it. <laughs> Couple of days. <laughs> is, is that a joke that has a large crossover with the Harry Potter audience? Oh man, he looks like a fat Snape. <laughs> for, for our international, for our international uh, listeners, uh, <laughs> the two references you've made are racist Australian TV shows. <laughs> I will give you this one for free. Confringo is a, is a blasting curse. So if you cast <laughs> Confringo and then you tap something with your wand, you can make it explode. So Fact check, is that right, Emma? It is right, but within this story, for the first five minutes, you can only do it to Hing's eyebrows. <laughs> well, zap. Well, I, I'll give it a go, I guess. <laughs> I, can... I mean, the door is unlocked, but... I... Okay. Confringo! <laughs> Blast! <laughs> that door! <laughs> the Slytherin Commodore room, it, like... <laughs> The door explodes in fire and wood, and there is a slightly surprised-looking first year with a wand standing there. Um, you've got precious seconds to act before students doubtably, undoubtedly are going to wake up. Okay, everybody jump on the broom. Let's go. Is, 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 the, is the student uh, a Slytherin person? What? It's Will. It's, um, oh. it's Duran Duran. I thought there was someone on the other side of the door who was like about to open it and the door exploded <laughs> in their face. And they've, they've, they've all got like sooty faced. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No. On the broom we go. Let's go and get Let's Dorcas 2000 or whatever yeah, it is. So I'm going to zip him up the... Okay. You're trying to use your um, racing skills. So the way that you do this in Harry Potter Adventures is roll this. That dice there. One for being helped. One for the broom. And you need to roll a five plus. Uh, you do a five. Okay, so you succeed and you race up the stairs unnecessarily um, with your friends in tow. And soon, as you race up the stairs, you find yourselves in the deserted corridors of Hogwarts. Now, again, a, um, a curfew is in effect. The faculty are known to walk down the corridors of the school, and if you are found, you will undoubtedly be sent in detention and docked house points. Oh, I'm just mumbling and walking. I'm that guy. <laughs> Where, where's my cat? I love, <laughs> I love my cat. Oh, oh I play Walter Gray. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. In a, yeah, sure. And uh, up, up ahead in the distance, you see a charming British character actor. <laughs> Criminally underused in the film, um, walking his cat. This is the caretaker, Mr. Filch, who uh, is in charge of keeping the curfew. And he's walking up the corridors ahead of you. Uh, let's run. Let's go the other way. Back into the common room. Oh, is it a one-way? So far, yeah. You're still in the corridors leading out. So we need a distraction to get this, this, this dude out of our way, do we? Um, I've, got, I've got gum in my inventory. Mm-hmm. I can throw it on the floor, and he can step on it. 
And he'd be like, oh, me, what? Oh. And it would take him like 10 minutes to figure out what's happened. <laughs> and by the time he's like looking at un- under his shoe, oh no, yeah, we just run around him. <laughs> is what I'm, I'm just throwing it out there. Are we, are we in, is, is the corridor uh, lit up, Dave? The, it, no, it's very darkly lit. I think we just. He's got a small dusty lantern. Then, uh, c- counter strategy. Yep. I have something called the Deluminator, <laughs> which I imagine uh, deluminates things. So can I deluminate his lantern and then we can just fly on by s- silently? Give it a little flick. I flick the Deluminator. All right, so you, you hit your, d- your Deluminator, which is a small magical device, and you press a button on it, and the light from his lantern whips out of the lantern and s- is sucked into the Deluminator, extinguishing it, oh. and the room is plunged in darkness. It's oh, dark shit. Now. All right, can I try that again, but I'll aim it at the light in his heart? <laughs> <laughs> just to see what happens, Dave. Is okay. it just metaphorical or realistic light that it works on? Yeah. It's, it, it was invented by Albus Dumbledore, so it almost certainly can do that, yeah. <laughs> Dick. Oh, I was just walking along here looking for my cat. <laughs> oh. I'll fucking kill that cat. <laughs> the one joy in my life has been taken from me. I was. I'll skid it and make a cool hat out of it. Off I go to find that cat. He starts groping around in the corridors, but in the dark he can't see, and as a squib he can't make light. So you have... There's okay. a window here. So um, we're all kind of... Get everyone to straddle the broom, and we're going to go above him and pass over the top of him. So you're going to try and fly over him? Yeah. All right. This is going to be difficult for you in the low light, so you lose one. So just two, two dice. Yep. Uh, there's chances of failure here, so you're going to need at least two successes. Uh, zero successes. Very slowly in the dark, you glide your broomstick forward, sure that you are floating just inches above his head. You edge down the corridor and then very slowly, firmly, and with a grim certainty, prod your broomstick square into his chest. At that moment, you hear a flash of sulfur and he strikes a match and the room is illuminated as you levitate just in front of him and lock eyes. Children, I hate children. <laughs> I'll kill you all. What? You, you t- what? You took the last light out of his heart. You think he's gonna, he loved one cat? Now this is just... escalating very quickly for a caretaker of what is let's like let's be fair, fundamentally an education professional. Yep. Go uh, back to your room, or I'll kill you all. <laughs> I cast. Um, um, well, we know it's, we go into oh, action. Sorry. So he's right. he's going to make a. He goes first, and he grabs at you, Tabitha. I'm going to make a flail, just flail like you're trying to flail and grab her. Well, I'm quick, so you take away. Uh, a, you're quick. Yeah. Sorry. In that case, I lose a dice. Um, he succeeds with one failure. So he grabs onto you, but stumbles and falls down onto the ground, and he drags you off the broomstick with him. At that moment, you also the broomstick. Demagicifies, which is a word, I promise you, and you, you all fall to the ground. And we go, move to you, Duran Duran. Um, I want to use Confringo on him. <laughs> now, because he's coming at me, brother, and if you're going to come at me, you th- better come at me. This, this dude did threaten to kill us, so. Yeah, so I'm well, well within my rights. You're going to use a. <laughs> all right, we'll roll these. Yeah. Um, actually, you've you got help from your friends, so roll those. Tell me if you roll a five. Come on, man. Use your rolling hand. 
Oh my god, okay. Um, Filch, you yell, so uh, Filch is grabbing at you, Tabitha, and then Duran Duran stands up and yells out, Confringo, and taps him once lightly on the shoulder, and he looks at you, a single tear falls down his eyes, and then Mr. Filch explodes. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, I thought he was going to get... I thought he was going to get pushed back, like, in and the, and do that. I thought he was going to do... we are seven oh, minutes no. into the adventure. <laughs> and the cannon is gone. You have killed... I thought he was going to be, like, a, in a vampire movie where you kick him really hard and, and they go... <laughs> no, no, you, you've killed a beloved children's character. Um, yeah, Emma, can I, get a, can I get a ruling on this? Is, is, is uh, Mr... Is the caretaker Filch, is he a beloved character or, or is he um, kind of hated? Uh, ambivalent. I mean, I, I, he's he's a squip, so he he's like non-magical, born to magical parents. So <laughs> he probably explodes at magic. He's not even a wizard. No. <laughs> What's yeah, he doing? Right. I don't feel bad That's anymore. That's why he's so bitter. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I also feel like given given what we put him through earlier, perhaps killing him has really done a service for that cat. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, she gets petrified later on in this book. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. All right, so you, uh, you're, you're coated in uh, filch insides, um, and the walls are coated in gore. Hey, why don't we just get some of this gore and take it back to um, what's her face and tell her it's diaphrog scum? I, I don't know. She seemed like someone who knows what Diefrog's cum looks like. <laughs> she felt she it felt like she really knew what she was after, and you know, I don't want to try and fool a cool girl. Well, you've just killed a person, so. <laughs> Slytherin, 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 Slytherin. The rest of the corridor is uneventful, and soon you find yourselves. Um, on the outside grounds of Hogwarts, walking past the Quidditch fields, you make your way past the caretaker's hut, um, where you can see a light inside, which suggests that Hagrid, the caretaker, is... is he, or is he the care of magical teach? He's, he's groundskeeper. Groundskeeper um, is obviously cooking something disgusting. And you soon you find yourselves heading out into the wilds beyond Hogwarts. I can't wait to tell my father that I've actually murdered someone who's going to be so <laughs> proud of me. And, you know, being a muggle-born, it's just really good to, like, connect with you Slytherins who are of a pure hey, I blood. Doubts. I had my doubts about you, Duran Duran, but then you straight up murdered a dude. And I as a Slytherin, it really feels like you're becoming one of us. I think we're all going to become famous friends. Yeah. <laughs> um, as you, you head further down the, um, down the way, and then you see that just past um, the school's famous Whomping Willow, you can see the beginning of what is the Forbidden Forest. The willow is happily... It's asleep, it seems, um, just fondly, quietly, occasionally punching itself in the face. <laughs> Where um, is the willow's face? Yeah. Um, <laughs> The trunk is the trunk, the face. I yeah. don't know. Emma, what are the, the, tr- the trunk is the torso. Yeah. 
So surely the the leafy bit. Yeah. No. W- where a man's nuts would be, there a tree's face is. <laughs> <laughs> what is that, Plutarch? <laughs> <laughs> sure. It's Beetle the Bard. Sure. Now, uh, because of the way the, the hedges go, there's actually very little coverage, space between the willows. So you are going to have to sneak right underneath the willow to make it into the forest. But like as I said, it's asleep, so it's quite easy. So I need all of you just to make a quick um, check for me. It's three dice, four if you have nimble or quick or anything that will help you sneak. Uh, yep, that's a, I make it. Tabitha makes it through. Uh, I have two successes and a fail. Yep, I have... Z- n- I'm just failed. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I've got a taste for it. <laughs> um, at this point, yep. is there a um, is there a uh, an East Anglia up in that tree? Uh, What's is, East is Anglia? Is there a Ford Anglia? Yeah, a Ford Are Anglia. Are you using outside of the game knowledge, Simon <gasps> Christopher Griner? Are you trying to gain Don't this? put my full name on the internet. That's what's going to dox me. Um, Wait, what's this about? What's that's oh, well. Harry Potter was late, which was canonical because he was because he missed the train and he flew into All school. All of you are sneaking underneath the tree when a Fort Anglia careens at high speeds out of the stratosphere and crashes into the tree, waking it up. Ah! <laughs> Wait, is Harry Potter in the car? You don't yep. know that. I've... But no, sorry, is Miss it... Miss. Lemontine, Miss Melody Lemontine doesn't know that. All you know is that a muggle car smashes out of the sky and crashes into the side of the tree. Can, can we see if there's someone in the car? Well, first of all, you're going to have to dodge the branches because it's attacking you. I did. I rolled two sixes and a four. You snuck through, but unfortunately... All right. So how many dice am I rolling? Just three. Uh, dodge. Two sixes and a three this time. Okay, you dodge out of the way and you get to see that, yes, there are two figures inside the tree. Um, um, I'm going to go up on my broom. You're up next? Ah! Yep, so you're going to fly up high yep. to the tree? It's like... Hello, chaps. Do you need a hand? <laughs> right, you see two figures inside, two boys. Yeah. Oh. Um, um, is Harry Potter famous in the Harry Potter world? He, he, <laughs> he was on... I watched the movie. I, like, is he on coins and shit? No, he, but he's he in the paper. The newspaper. He he's in the newspaper. He was on, the, so, on so the front page of the newspaper. It's plausible that we would recognise Harry Potter, right? That's correct. Yeah. So, does... Uh, do we recognise... You do. They don't seem to notice you, however. They're fighting to, contr- to control their car. I tap, I tap on the window. I'm like, uh, chaps, hello. Uh, can I give you a hand? You and seem to be stuck. You're gonna help need us! Help to get, us! To get that close, you're going to need to make help an impact. Help us! My scar's hurting! Help us! <laughs> yeah, I got two fives. So okay, two you succeed successes. and you fly up into the car. Yeah. I'm like, hi. <laughs> what does Ron sound like? He's like, oh, I'm plumbing blue. I'm a ranger. Oh. <laughs> Oh, and my, I've got glasses on. Oh, we're in a car. Uh, Expelliarmus. <laughs> Ron! Is that what Ron! Happened? Oh, yeah. yeah. Ron! Harry! Ron! Share the load. <laughs> it's like that, right? That's yeah, they're grappling like. with the controls, and, and, and they're also trying to get out of the car, but they're both seat belted in. All right. I'm... No, no, it's, it's still, we're still oh. with um, T- Tabitha. It's like, guys, why don't you just jump on the broom? I'll get you down. Come on. I'm not leaving you, Ron. <laughs> I'm not leaving you either, Harry. I just lean over and unclick their seatbelts. <laughs> um, and then I think the Whomping Willow boots the car out of the tree or it falls down a notch. 
Um, sure it does, but at, but at that moment the seatbelts are un, un, unclenched, and so they've got the opportunity to, gr- to jump onto the broomstick. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, sure. Let's do that together. <laughs> and then they kiss. But only in a friend way, in an Italian way, where it's like... <laughs> <laughs> Like a if, you, if, it look, if it looks it like Eden is uncertain at this point, it's because I don't think he thought that he was going to play Harry Potter. I absolutely and did not. <laughs> <laughs> but shall I make a roll for the, if they can jump and... and yeah, absolutely. You just need one success. Yeah, two sixes. They're heaps dexterous because he's a seeker. Can they jump up behind you? Duran, Duran, it's your go. I, um, I, I'm not up there. I'm still down at you're the bottom. You're down at the bottom. So first of all, you need to dodge another one of the branches. Oh my God. Until you get away, you're going to have to keep dodging. You miss? All right. Um, you get walloped, which means that you lose one of your four life points. If you lose them Great. all, you die. Now, oh. that unfortunately means you get knocked flat and you miss your turn, and so we go back to you, Lemontine. Oh, uh, just confringo. Lemontine is, is up, and I guess, like, look, just Slytherins hate Harry Potters, right? <laughs> That's sort of the eternal struggle of the Potterverse. <laughs> <laughs> The two factions, the Slytherins and the Harry Potters. <laughs> yeah, like how badass, how badass are Slytherins? Now you haven't seen them yet. You've just seen figures that are on Tabitha's broomstick high above you. Right. How pure blood are you, visitor? I yell to the tree. That's your action? Yeah, I yell out to ask them how, sort of, if they're Slytherin or not, I guess. And they're hanging onto a broom and they just go, whoa! And I say, oh, don't mind her, she's new. Uh... And um, I uh, lower them out of the range of the, uh, the Whomping Willow. Okay. So the three of you have escaped, and now it's your turn. Roll to see if you get clobbered by the Whomping Willow again. One success, Duran Duran. Yes! <laughs> Duran Duran, gasping for life, crawls out from the side of the Whomping Willow and joins her friends. Woo! I got hit on the head. Now I want to kill this goddamn tree. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, Harry Potter says, Oh, gee, thanks ever so much. We're, we missed the train at platform nine and three quarters. And then we drove here. Oh no, the car's kicking Hedwig out of the car. And it's, oh, it's awfully cross at us. Sorry, Mr. Car. Ta ta. Come Wait, on, Ron. Before what? you go. See, what's really strange about this is it's like you're doing a small, half assed Harry Potter parody inside of a much larger Harry Potter parody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched, I watched parts of this movie this afternoon. <laughs> Um, I grab him by the cloak before he goes and is like, as I see it, I've done you a favour. Uh, uh, oh, yes, of course. So, should I ever need assistance with anything, do you think I might be able to call on you? Let's trade it in now. Let's trade it in now. What do you got? What do you got? I don't... I don't empty your pockets, Potter. I, I don't have anything. My, uh... Empty your fucking... Empty your pockets. Oh, okay. so I've already <laughs> killed a man. <laughs> um, what does Harry Potter have with him? I, I suppose so, he, so he starts emptying out his pockets and he, he pulls out a, a spell book um, and his wand, his phoenix feather wand. Shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> you take, all right, write down the phoenix feather wand um, and he, a small bag full of galleons, uh, which are like gold coins. I'll take his spell You're book. You're mugging Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> Run me those coins, man. Uh, Oh, I'm awfully sorry. I've, oh, boy, I thought in second year things would be easier, but right. I guess they're just <laughs> not. He's a second year, and he's being mugged by a group of first-year girls. <laughs> <laughs> All right, right. A, a bag of galleons. Um, and then you can take Rod Wisley's rat scabbers, so you can have that. Well, so I've got the, sp- got the spell book as well. Um, 
I don't think he has. You just said he had a spell oh, book his, there. Yeah, he's got his, his textbooks. Can, please, not my textbooks. Oh, man, I you know how much textbooks cost, man? <laughs> hey, do you know what that textbook is? That's the one with the... Is that the Tom Riddle one? Has he got that one no, yet? That's, that's no, that's Ginny. He, he oh, did get all okay. of Gilderoy Lockhart's right. books for free, so you have no. the entire collection now. Fine, I'll just take a rat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in fairness, you know that rat is a person. It's Timothy Spall. Hey, so, uh, Emma, does, does the spell Wingardium Leviosa, that lifts things, right? Uh, that's my memory. Yes. Can you lift a person with that? Eh, Levy Corpus would be to lift a person. So what, what, what size of thing could I lift with Wingardium Leviosa? Could I lift? If you're p- powerful enough, you could lift something heavier than you, I reckon. But you're yeah. tiny and weak. Though, so I'm, so though I'm loath to suggest this, you could dack someone. <laughs> Wait, I think you can lift anything up to the weight of a heavy spell book. Okay, I was g- I was gonna lift Harry Potter up into the air to place him on a tee, like in tee ball, so the Whomping Willow could have a free shot. <laughs> I think at this point the rules of school ground mugging say that you've taken their their lunch money, um, their pet rat, and a priceless artifact of the wizarding world, and now they race away and they 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 run off to the warm embrace of Gryffindor to talk about uh, the story of how they were mugged by what they insist is a tree, but was actually three small girls. Okay, then, so as a, as a final insult, then as Harry Potter limps away. I'm going to throw him my Ash and Kelpie Mane wand and be like, clean yourself up. Because I assume it's a shitty wand. Is, right. is Ash and Kelpie Mane a shitty wand? Yeah, um, it, yep, it was a 300-year-old relic from your family because you're a pureblood, and he takes the wand. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Which I suppose canonically means now in Harry Potter that the Phoenix Feather wand was bullshit, and at this moment he did a substitution, and that's actually Riddle's wand. This, well, this, this now... Well, because in the fourth book, with the wand cause, That's this means that Harry Potter's going to fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> Metal. Deep inside the Forbidden Forest, where centaurs fear to tread, uh, three lost intrepid girls make their way to find the dire frog scum. They have promised an older, cooler bully girl. For that is what you do in first year. Now, this forest is, of course, full of magical creatures, centaurs, thestrals, I believe um, even uh, hippogriffs. Yeah. So you've, you've got to make your way. And you, the frogs, does anybody know anything? Do you have, like, has anybody got a... Well, I'm a ki- I, I've got care of magical creatures. Oh, it's your best class. Yeah. All right, then you would know that the frogs yep. um, spawn in spawning pools near the edge of the forest. Yeah, I know where frogs fuck. <laughs> <laughs> And it, actually, if you t- if if you go in the direction where the leaves are getting damper and more sodden, yep. you will find your way to the spawning Gross. ground. Sweet frogs are nasty. <laughs> you guys um, want to see uh, a couple of frogs doing it? <laughs> yeah, dude. That's why I came on this adventure. All right, follow me. Duran Duran leads. Are you in the dark? It's very hard to see as you get further and further away from the headlights of the Ford Anglia. It's getting harder to see. Does. Uh, Ooh, do any of these light things up? Do, can you I, still have the... Delu- there's light the, inside. The light inside the illuminator that's taken that. If you press the button backwards, it will spit it out. Right. Now, is that going to also spit out the light that was inside his heart? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Let's, let's save that then. But if he's dead, where would that light go? Well, that's, I think I could probably aim it at someone to make them happier. So you're going to keep the light, the final spark of light in Mr. Filch's heart inside the Deluminator. But I'll flick out the torchlight. All right, which it hovers in the air in front of you, illuminating the forest. 
Is that going to that's not going to attract bees? At that moment, you hear a rustle behind Fuck! you. <laughs> you haven't seen anything, but you suddenly realize that there's something stalking outside your peripheral vision. Um, do, I've got parcel tongue here. Yes. Can I try s- saying something in parcel tongue? Parcel tongue, the language of snakes. I mean, any any go any chance to talk to this creature, I'll give it a go. All right, give it a go. Um, do you want me to roll? No, just tell me what you're going to say. I'm going to say... And do it in a, like a parcel tongue accent. <laughs> Who's walking behind us? <laughs> Let me know now. It's not wise to sneak up on girls. Emma, is that, is that sort of canonical to how it sounds in the books and whatnot? That's exactly how it sounds in the movies. That's, exa- it's, that's it exactly. Uncanny. Uncanny. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be creepy. And suddenly, with like a moonbeam in the dark, a giant python descends from the tree behind you and falls into a neat coil behind you and then raises up seven feet in the air, towering above you. There seems to be a misunderstanding. I was just coming to see if you were lost. Well, we. Uh, can I speak parcel tongue? How would I know? And no, it would. You don't. You can't speak. Only oh. one of you can speak parcel tongue. Okay, so I'm just watching these two chat. Hiss at each other. Okay. Can I give you any assistance? Uh, yes. <laughs> Actually, we're looking for Dyer's Come. Scum? I don't know, it's kind of weird. You've got a dirty little mouth, don't you? That's weird. That's kind of weird. She's turned into an ASMR podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, our numbers are going to go through the roof now. <laughs> the, fact, the weird thing about that joke is it suggests that the diaphrog scum, diaphrog scum joke works in parcel tongue as well. Yeah. It's a classic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, where's the best way? I know they mate in swamps. There's a nice little wallow just behind that tree over there. I'd point, but I don't have any limbs. (laughs) Just use the back part of your tail. Oh, that does count as one. (laughs) Now, Melody Lemontine, you're clever, so just roll those for me. Tell me if you, how many successes you get. Uh, one success. One, out of four. all right. You're, you are smart enough to know that snakes are incredibly cunning and cannot always be trusted, but they are also the patron animal of Slytherin, and mm. the idea of a snake helping some lost Slytherins in the woods kind of makes sense, but you're not sure how much you can trust this snake as it slithers ahead, indicating for you to follow it to the spawning ponds. What do, what do snakes want... In, in the Harry Potter world. To love. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Ugh. And also to kill oh, oh, roosters. Oh, a rat. Oh. <laughs> oh. Let me ask you. Excellent. Let me, uh, let me, uh, well, this is great because if Wormtail doesn't come back, <laughs> then Harry can't die in the fourth book now that you've stolen his wand. I know that. We That's why I said it. I designed this really carefully to fit with the movies. <laughs> no, I think we could. Yeah. Well, why don't we offer the. Oh, the yeah. Uh, hey, mate. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, yes. well, you, you, uh, you feeling kind of peckish? Always. Well, how's about a nice fresh rat? Rat, you say? Yes, I say rat. <laughs> Give us a look at it. I don't want you playing games with my heart. <laughs> I'm sensitive. Okay. Let's show him the rat. I, sh- I, I, sh- I show the snake the rat. I hold it out in front of me. Oh, he's beautiful. <laughs> I've always wanted a friend. And uh, wait, no, I thought you were going to eat it or something. No. Oh, please, I beg I'm, you. I'm not some kind of savage. As a snake, what I want is love. <laughs> the love of a tiny Fair it is then. All right. He's not going to eat the rat. All right. Could you, could you balance it on top of my big flat head? <laughs> I passed the rat to Duran Duran. The, the rat is petrified with fear and it balances on your head. As you, and soon the snake glides into a clearing and in the center of the clearing is a pond where you can see sleeping... Um, a couple of giant dire frogs. Oh, how big are the frogs? They're um, big for a frog, not big for a man, so... Well, I mean, what are, are we they... talking, like a... Like, 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 like the size toad? of, like, Mr. Toad from Wind in the Willows. So, like, no, 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 so, wait, so wait, like wait, a child... There's the size of a child. A turkey, a big turkey. <laughs> oh, a turkey-sized frog. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, and so surrounded them, encrusted on them, and all over the leaves around them is... Diafrog scum. Now you, um, Melody, were given a small vial and an eyedropper, so you can. Is the, the, wait, were the frogs asleep? What, there's, that's there's a sleep. Rivets. They talk in their sleep. Okay. Um, Duran, Duran. Uh, what wait, can you, what can we... you tell us about diafrogs? Oh, um, they're as big as a turkey. <laughs> <laughs> do, do, Make cause... a little care for magical creatures. Check. <laughs> add, add your extra dice. Tell me if you get any fives. Also, I'm cool. Does that count? No. Only right. nerds know this. You'll lose a dice. Damn! Oh, uh, I get two successes. Two successes. All right, that's a good success. So you know that diafrogs are um, mostly harmless. They can become incredibly agitated if yeah. you um, mess with their young, but you can't see any young diafrogs around. Yeah. And as long as you're not messing with their young, they're basically placid herbivores. Okay. And their scum is used in various magical potions. All right, well, I am going to use the eyedropper to get some of this uh, diafrog scum and put it into the vial. So I'll, I'll, I'll kind of wander over towards the edge of the pond. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yes, I'll get... With, with my hand, I'll just get the... Uh, why are you rolling dice, Dave? No why are you reason, dice? no reason. <laughs> Should I roll dice as well? Uh, no, I've rolled enough dice for you. <laughs> I'm good for dice. And I'm going to put my hand... With the eyedropper down to pick up some of the diafrog, uh, diafrog scum. Okay, you're reaching in very quietly. Your hand pierces sort of the mucous membrane of the scum and pulls out a globule, which you then in- inject with the eyedropper, fill up, and then fill a small vial. It's all over your hands, but you've got it now. Okay, uh, I'm going to seal up the, the vial. Yep, with I'm beeswax. Gonna... What, sorry? Beeswax. Oh, sure, and then I'm going to back away from the pond... 
Yep, the, it's nineteen ninety two. They have corks. Yeah, but it's like have you noticed in Harry Potter they 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 they're like hipsters when it comes to this kind of stuff. They everything's Emma? in mason jars. Well, they well, use quills. And Snape says you can put a stopper in death. So stoppers, thus corks, do exist in this timeline. Dave, stop being such a charlatan. <laughs> she got she got learned, bruh. <laughs> You uh, have, but you have the vial. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, so I'm gonna back away. I just, I just realised this could be like a hazing prank. It's a lot of whispering in this episode. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, like when you start at college or high yeah. school, sometimes the older kids they give you like a thing. To I can't hear what? you. What are you saying? Oh. <laughs> sometimes, like when you uh, join a college or whatever, they they give you like a, a quest to do, but it's always just fake, yeah. and it's a hazing prank. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if this is a prank. How, how would we know? Well, it's value. You can use it in spells and stuff, so it's, like, worth something. What do you think they're going to put it on, like, a, a, a sayo or something and we have to eat it? <laughs> <laughs> that's a deep... For our international reference, that's a deep reference. You need a lot of information. Sorry, Google that. A Ritz. A Ritz. A Ritz cracker. Within the Harry Potter world, it would be a pumpkin pasty that you would put it on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, well, let's get out of here. Let's get I'm out. cool. Alright, the snake leads you back along the trail that you came and soon you are parting ways with it. Um, the petrified rat looking at you pleadingly with eyes that seem almost human for a second <laughs> before it slithers away to its hole. My best friend. <laughs> and soon you find your way, making your way through the corridors and then past a... Um, prefect clean-up detail in has suits that are sort of wiping scut... Like, body parts into bags to take them to Mungo's School to, for Magical Maladies. Would they be able to identify who it used to be? Well, why don't you ask them? <laughs> Alright. Uh, hey, what's going on here? Yeah, what's happen- what? what's Perc- going happened here? Percy Weasley, Gryffindor Prefect, looks up. The Chamber of Secrets has been opened. <laughs> oh, Writ- written on the wall there in Mr. Filch's blood, it says... The something I watched it in this afternoon. Uh, it says, though the Chamber of Secrets has been opened. That's how I know that because it's written on the wall. And, and obviously, the opening must have killed this poor yes, man. That must have w- what happened. And the air of uh, the air of Slytherin. A- be- enemies of the air beware. Enemies of the air beware. That's what written there. I'm reading it right off the wall. <laughs> oh, so you didn't see like anyone kill him. No, this must be just a, a magical bypass. Oh, yeah. Why, did, yeah. You, did you see anything? No, no. We saw the opening kill him. Yeah, we it's saw it. It's what we it. saw. I saw the opening. <laughs> and it, it killed him real bad. You saw that? You saw some sort of sign? Because someone's going to have to tell his poor widow. Yeah, dude, just give you me a number. his cat. His cat <laughs> wife. <laughs> and yes. they, they, drag, they drag the sacks of gum. Off to bed. Off to bed. Away and shoo you back to There's bed. There's a curfew or something. Inside the common room, you can see Millicent Bulstrode waiting for you. Oh my god, where have you been? I've been worried sick about you. I love you guys so much. Oh my god. Oh my god. Model hug, model hug. And then she does a model hug. You know, we only touch at the shoulders, but there's no chest to chest contact. She's like, don't get away from me. That's done too much. Where is the cum? I have a full vial of diaphrogs come for you, madam. Ah, excellent. Either term is correct. That's the probably <laughs> came. Uh, okay, amazing. All right. Now, 
Off. She takes it and she decants it into a larger um, bottle, which has a fully functioning steampunk-esque stopper. Are you happy? Never. Why does it have to be steampunk? It just <laughs> well, be a stopper. All right. Do you know what? She decants it into one of those plastic tablet tubes. It's um, a Tupperware container. She puts it in a Tupperware container. Yeah, to a Tupperware container. container. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Have you guys seen Tupperware? It is so much better than glass. It's virtually indestructible. I bring it from... My mum gave it to me. I brought it from the real world. It's all sorts of sizes... You know, have you ever thought of becoming, like, after school, I'm legitimately not going to be a wizard. I'm just going to sell Tupperware. (laughs) That is my plan. Okay, anyway. And (laughs) as the camera spins around the dungeon and then encompasses the entirety of the school, uh, Millicent goes on to tell you more about Tupperware, the many uses that she has, um, the many wonderful varieties that she has seen, (laughs) and then pulls out from her bag a catalogue introducing you to the wonders that she can allow you to join for just a small opening purchase price of $39.95. And as the Tupperware party continues, the school continues in its clockwork orbit of staircases, owls, and occasionally students for, um, but dread lurks those corridors for the Chamber of Secrets has been opened and who knows what other souls it will claim. Mr. Filch is already dead. Scabbers the Rat is already dead. Um, oh, shit. We don't know. We, we don't, don't know, know, but we can assume. Uh, um, he must have kissed it, like in Tom and Jerry. Uh, anyway. And the heir of Slytherin should claim more before the end, but will they claim the lives of these three? For the answers to questions such as these, tune in to the next episode of this Harry Potter one-shot adventure of Dragon Friends. Thank you! The Dragon Friends are Alex Lee, Michael Hing, and Simon Griner, and are DM'd by Dave Harmon, with NPC voices this episode by me, Eden Lacey. Shakira Khan designs our website, and the episode was mixed by Beth McMullen and recorded live at Giant Dwarf Theatre in Sydney. Music this episode was by Angela Voipier, and our special guests were Emma Balfour and William Arimia. Bye! Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.